Hello, and welcome to Inside the Mind of a podcast where I dive deeper into the minds of some of my favorite people and people who inspire me in the wrestling community. Join with me today. He is the host of uh, Kenny for Your Thoughts, which is probably one of the coolest names I've ever heard for a podcast in all reality. I'm, of course, talking about Kenny. How you doing, man? I am good. Thank you so much for having me. Um, already, you're making me seem smarter than I am trying to get inside of my head. I feel like it's full of dust, cobwebs, and dirty thoughts about Matt Ritter. <laughs> now... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he's going to be so happy he's included. He's been mentioned almost every single episode of these. It's no coincidence, because we're just all thinking about Ritter at all times of the day. Of it's the voice. It really is the voice and the lips. Have you seen his lips? <laughs> They're great. Now, <laughs> before I start asking you questions, uh, have you have you had to deal with the rack? The rack? Yes. What is the rack? Oh, you don't know about the rack. Uh-oh. That is a question you need to ask Mr. Matt Ritter himself, and he will hopefully explain it, if not tell you where you can find video evidence of the rack. It is... I <sighs> usually don't hear him when he talks because I you get lost somewhere between euphoria and it, feel, it feels like I'm drunk, you know what I mean? It's just like the room's kind of spinning, there's kind of hazy, and it's just, everything is in slow motion. <laughs> so I will ask him about his rack later, yeah. Not his rack, the rack. No, I'm going to ask him. Uh, Katie told me to ask you about your rack. <laughs> don't drag me into that. Don't, don't mention my name with that. Come on now. <laughs> Off oh, to a man. great start, guys. I Listen, must think the world of me. Entertainment at its finest. That's why I do these. <laughs> uh, so you have not watched or listened to any of these prior to, right? I have not. Uh I do not know how to listen to a podcast on my phone device. Uh, I am 47 years old, and I have trouble with technology. That's okay. So. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I told you beforehand, I like when people come into this blind. It makes it way more organic, way more entertaining. Yes. Uh, and if there's a question you don't want to answer, you can just tell me to fuck off, and you don't have to answer it. Oh, I will answer everything. I'm an open book. Easy enough. So we're, we're <laughs> going to start simple, you know? All right. You you host the podcast, right? Yeah. When yeah. did you start podcasting, and how did you start? Um. Uh. So, I, without going into the whole story, um, I was kind of in a job. I had had a kid. Um, was in this stage of my life where you know, and it's true. It sounds like I'm trying to be profound, but it is true. I kind of had this realization that I was doing something I I hated for a living. Um, I realized I wasn't too happy in my life. And I had this dread of my daughter being 18 and looking at me and saying, you know, dad, um, you know, what, do, what should I do in life? And me telling her, well, follow your dreams and her going, well, you didn't like, you're not happy. Like, what do you want? Like, why would you give me that advice? So that kind of ate at me. And it's, I started like wanting to do things that I wanted to do. Uh, a lot of that had to do with being involved in the wrestling and business somehow and podcasting was just kind of a natural thing to get into um and you know i had to kill that voice of like well everybody has a podcast and it's like okay well not everybody does a podcast well uh yeah. you know and that's how you got to look at it um so really that's what pushed me was just that that thought of my daughter saying like well you're not happy in life or being like the, you know the fat dad sitting there with, with my my singlet on drinking a beer at seven in the morning and you know what I mean like just I just suddenly had all these bad visions and I was just like all right 
I'm going to start doing what I want to do. And, you know, me podcasting led into like doing announcing for a local fed here in, in Florida and being involved backstage, writing creatively for them and doing stuff. And it's just like, I'm so happy that I took the leap of faith and just kind of did that because that makes me a lot happier than uh, what the phone store I was managing at the time. So oh, there you go. Yeah. So uh, when did your podcast journey start? Oh, sorry. Yes. I should answer that question. Uh, <laughs> about October, about October or September or October, 2018. Um, it was really all in that pushed it. Uh, all in was the pay-per-view that was like, oh, wow, it's not just WWE. And so it kind of opened my mind that like, there might be other avenues into professional wrestling and not just the big bad WWE. So ironically enough, as much of a WWE mark as I seem, it was definitely like an AEW influence uh, the independent influence that made me uh, start podcasting. So, I feel like that's been a common theme with people I've talked to is they say, oh yeah, like All In or something related to AEW kind of like pushed right. them a little bit further to be like, well, maybe I could, like now it's not just WWE that's like quote unquote mainstream. It's something right. else that's starting up. Maybe I can talk about that. That's why I talk about both on my show because I, li right. I like, it... if you like both, talk about both. Yeah, and it's just, I think a lot of us grew up in the, uh, you know, in the WCW, WWF era of the Monday Night Wars, and we want to to know that something like that was coming with AEW, especially. Um, yeah, I think that inspired a lot of people of like, hey, there's going to be more spots, more wrestlers, and more things to talk about. So there's room for me. Exactly. And now, so 2018, 2019, 2021... And we're not going to count 2022 because you haven't done anything this year yet. I haven't, yeah, I haven't done anything since October uh, of 2021. So uh, yeah, so, I so haven't. So three years, you were podcasting. Yeah, three years. Yeah. Um, do you do you have a favorite episode you have done of your show? <laughs> um, you know, I I do like all the interviews I've done because I always feel like you know and I, i'm sure everybody says this but i was i always felt like man like i like how i'm not asking questions in a lot of these interviews i'm kind of like having a conversation and there's one um with mikey ruckus who makes um all the aew um themes yeah that i feel is like a really good episode because you can hear that like you know brandon and i my co-host we have musical chops so we were able to kind of like talk to him on a different level um and I can, you can almost hear that he appreciates that, oh, you have a musician's mind. And, you know, obviously it's about uh, filtering that to people who may not know about music in the interview. But I felt we did a really good job. We clicked. Um, that was the first interview that AEW allowed me to do because what people don't realize is there were AEW um, basically like people watching that interview and listening to make sure we didn't say anything stupid. So that's uh -huh. nerve wracking. Yeah, that's nerve wracking. Like we're having rapport and at any minute, you know, somebody could jump in and say, can't ask that question. And at the end of the interview, um, I actually ask him, like, I actually ask him, like, can he plug our stuff? And they're like, first of all, thank you for asking, but go ahead. Yeah, like, let him. But yeah, that's nerve wracking because you know that people are listening. Oh, they're, God. They're, uh, yeah. Oh, that makes me so nervous to even think about. Yeah. So ah. just if anybody wants to interview, like, you know, certain, like, maybe like Impact or AEW or stuff, just realize that somebody else will be on the line to make sure you don't disparage their brand so cheers <laughs> that is so has that uh have you done anything with like 
anyone currently with WWE at all or no? Um not not anybody like currently employed not like employed at the time of the interview no okay. um have i done interviews with like some wwe people who used to work there yes but um no no nothing nothing with wwe because i was gonna say i wonder if it's like the same yeah. i would assume it'd be like the same for i would them. assume i mean yeah. especially for them yeah got, i would assume so secrets man they're like yeah. you're taking this to your grave type of secrets so yeah that's kind of terrifying so it's you forget about it after a while, but you know, it's just something to prepare for if anybody ever does it. <laughs> I can't even like, if... I'm still trying to like wrap my brain around that. Like, uh, imagining someone like sitting in and listening to this, yeah, I'd be just yeah. nervous the entire time. And you are, and, and to be honest, the way I did it just to, I mean, I didn't tell them I was doing it. But, you know, they told us we had an hour. So I think I talked to him for like 10 minutes before I started recording just to kind of like get that out of my mind of like I'm being recorded. I got to watch what I say. So we kind of like I just was having a conversation with him. And and of course, I recorded it all. But like I didn't actually start the episode until a little bit in when his energy was up, my energy was up. And then they were kind of trusting like we're good, you know, that's that's smart. That's kind of that's what we were doing. People don't know that we were I mean, we recorded for or no we were talking for like 20 minutes and i kind of just hit record at one point and i said all right well i'm just gonna hit record and we'll see when i want to (laughs) start it's smart it's smart i think that's advice i would give anybody who i I don't care if your guess is a nobody like me or you know the aew world champion you know it's uh just kind of get the feel have a conversation before you even start recording because um it definitely gets nerves out it makes them feel better you know than to just jump in the gun you know what I mean? It's I I hate to say it like this, but it's kind of like the foreplay before the main event kind of thing, you know. So, it's you got to do it. Got to work up to it, guys. Got to work up to it. I mean, <laughs> great great way to think about it, honestly. It's it's true. It's it, true. It, yeah. Like, and that's the crazy thing is that it's a hundred percent true. Yeah. You can't just yeah you straight you, into you, it. That's just disrespectful. There you go. <laughs> it, it, it's exactly that, and and that's why, like, you know whether it's sex whether it's interviews relationships they're all they're all tied in in the sense of like how you approach how you should approach it and i always approach it sounds weird but i always approach everything like um you know like a relationship like because it's like if you if you treat everybody with that kind of sensitivity and the kind of like caring about them you know things go off without a hitch look at that see (laughs) good job kenny I'm a romantic at heart. What can I say? <laughs> I, I feel that on a personal level, I am too. So I relate to that. <clears throat> so, cheers to that. Uh, shit, cheers. I'm jealous because you have a Mountain Dew. And I, I have Mountain Dew in my fridge and I should get some. I took it from work. So I was like, I need a drink. I need some type of caffeine to record. <laughs> so the end of February. Uh, so... Sidebar: My sister's favorite drink is Taco uh, Taco Bell's Baja Blast, and their birthday they turn twenty one at the end of February. At the end of February, they are releasing coincidentally a alcoholic version of the Baja Blast. Yep. And so I I already messaged them that uh, they live a couple hours away from me, go to college. I basically said, hey, just so you know, we got to have a drink. I don't care if it's on your birthday. I know you're gonna do whatever you got to do. But like, let's have a drink. So I'm already like, oh my god, I gotta go find these Baja Blasts. 
And, like, I saw that it was going to be a seltzer, and I got really disheartened because I hate seltzers. Right. But I would try it because it's Baja Blast. Exactly. I fucking Baja to. Blast. Right. It's the only reason you got to talk I, about I, it. Thank you. <laughs> I, and I'm not – so so just FYI, and not to even sound pretentious, I don't drink soda. Like, I don't drink soda like that. Um, like, I have a Mountain Dew in my – I have a Mountain Dew, uh, like, a two-liter in my fridge, and it's been there for months. And uh, that's the, but that's to tell you if I'm like, oh, I'll go to Taco Bell and get some Baja Blast. That's how much I like it. Man, like Baja, I'll, that's Baja Blast one of the, yeah, it's different. It, absolutely. Now, do you get and the that, freeze or do you get just the drink? No, it's a normal one. I can't stand the freeze because it's like it's it's a lot. I'm, the freeze, it's it's too much. Yeah, I'm like, I just want, I just want it down my throat in a nice way. <laughs> um, we are talking about the Baja Blast, guys. Just <laughs> keep your mind out of the gutter. Um, but, <laughs> I love this. This is fantastic. My my girlfriend's sitting there somewhere listening to this, going, "Yep, yep, I knew it, I knew it." Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. There we go. That's all we need. <laughs> oh man! So three years of podcasts and interviews yeah. and such. Uh, any unexpected moments that happened during your show or when you're on another show that made you go like holy shit just crack up like be like what is going on anything you can think of i mean just as a general statement um kyle bird from uh apron bump uh anytime i'm on his show there's just like a different kind of energy between us and it's like so funny because it's like we joke obviously like you know i joke with everybody but with him it's just like we it's almost like we instantaneously know what the vibe is and we go off of it for the whole episode and it's it's always so fun so if uh, if you haven't listened to his show um listen matt ritter's on there i think uh, katie's actually gonna be on there pretty soon herself yep. um he's got a great show he reviews um you know old events um and you sit there and kind of go through every match and it's it's so fun but every time every time he asked me to do his show i like jump like because it's, it's exciting for me it's almost like not recording it's just like hanging it's not out. work it's just hanging out right and we end up sitting there like you can ask him we, we've just hung out there for like four or five hours like wow. just yeah we record maybe like an hour or two but then we'll hang out like before and after so okay. it's good times i'm i'm really upset that he's engaged that's all I'll say. <laughs> you can't even take yourself seriously. <laughs> no, 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 but the people in Audio Land are like, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah, that's <laughs> why not I serious. tell people, you have to watch the video versions of all of my podcasts. Because on the video version, I'm like, my eyebrows up, I'm looking down, I'm doing, but audio version, they're like, what, what is going on with this guy? What in the hell is happening over there? <laughs> He's got some pent up frustration for for kyle bird (laughs) (laughs) so any so basically anytime you're on apron bumps you're just you just know something unexpected is gonna happen always and it's it's always like he's gonna pick up what i'm putting down and likewise and it's it's always gonna be hilarious to the point where i think the whole thing is like the whole episode we're just trying to crack each other up and if we can make if we can make the other person break we've we've done our our job you know so always so fun always so fun Uh, that's because nobody wants to do a podcast with someone and it just be like deadpan and just and i've and i've had it i've had it and it's just like i'll sit there and like you know i will never mention names to be honest i don't even remember names probably um (laughs) but 
you know, you have episodes like that where people are like that. And I'm sitting there trying to like poke them, like almost like poke the bear and just get like, Hey, come on, let's talk, talk with me. So we're not just sitting here Yeah. and they're not, they're not taking the hint and stuff, but you know, I don't mean that to sound like weird. It's just more so like, I want them, their crowd. Like I'm thinking of like a person sitting at home listening. Like, do yeah. you want to listen to complete silence, you know, or do you want to like have fun? And so, yeah, I've, I've been on those shows too. Uh, they don't, no. they don't last long. They don't last long. No, they don't. I've been on a few. And then after the fact, I'm like, I just sit there, I'm like, that didn't go well. Like, that's not going to translate I, well. Right. And I, I hate to, again, make the comparison, but sex, right? It's like the, the feeling afterwards of like, man, I shouldn't have done this. You know, like, man, I feel worse about myself for having <laughs> done this with this person, you know? And it's like, that's, I, 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 it's true. sometimes like, like, and that's what I mean, like with, with Cal, with Ritter, you know, with you, with uh, Joey Carney of the Angle podcast, there's certain things like people that like you afterwards, you're like, man, that was great. I, I liked it. Yeah. I, I had fun. And then there's other ones that you're just kind of like, man, I shouldn't have done that. And I knew I shouldn't have done that. You always know going into it that you shouldn't have done it. Yep. Yeah, you're always, you always have that small feeling of dread. You're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Right, exactly. But then you do it, and then afterwards you're like, fuck, why did I do this? Right, my college years in a nutshell, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I always try and tell people it's a compliment if you can make me laugh, but I literally laugh at fucking everything now. I think it's the only reason Matt keeps me around is because I laugh at his jokes. Oh, and don't do that. Don't don't boost his ego. He doesn't need it. He's a funny guy. I can't help it. I mean, he I literally cracked up. It. How many times have I laughed during this podcast, Kenny? Too many. Okay, but I, I pretty much paid you to do that. Just full disclosure to everybody there. I'm I getting have paid, paid Katie. Great. It's my show. <laughs> I'm getting paid for you being here. <laughs> right. I wish. Somebody pay me, please. I'll I just had me. a friend text me after like three days, and he just responded, ha ha. <laughs> let me tell you something let me tell you something i won't mention names but if you're gonna message me after three days and say haha just block my number like, what are we... <laughs> that's not a response <laughs> i mean what's killing me is the three days later but that's that's why it's more offensive because if you'd responded three days later hey sorry brother you know was dealing with some stuff blah 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 that's funny though i can accept that but you respond three days later haha <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> oh man good times good times. fantastic times you got heat with me you hear heat oh shit y'all got heat now oh no watch out she's getting real <laughs> but okay, he apologized he, he apologized for the late response we're oh, good we're good well, now, guys. Go. we're good guys all right the heat right. has been uh cooled down it's fine <laughs> we've cooled down the heat right yeah why did you time why did you question me on that you looked confused when I said that. I, I, I felt like I wanted to say, like, there was a better way. And then I said it. And I was just like, I said the same shit she you, said. You said I'm the like, same I'm like thing Tamina. except flipped I'm, the words. I'm the Tamina of this podcast. Do you remember when, when it was just like, uh, who was it? One of them was like, if you don't shut up right now, I'm going to make you look like James Ellsworth. It was Charlotte Flair. And then Tamina was like, Charlotte, you better shut up before I make you look like Ellsworth. <laughs> Why do I like, have the weirdest memory of that happening? It's like she said the same thing Charlotte just said. I, I feel like that happens all the time nowadays. Yeah. Uh, just 
I think it was Bianca came out and said something about she's going to eliminate 29 other women, win the Rumble. And then Liv came out and said the exact same thing, except a slightly different right. diction in her voice. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> <sighs> but it, it's okay. My That was my Tamina moment, and I apologize. It's okay. I can forgive you, I guess. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> if only my mom could do that. Mom, oh, my God. Me. She said she said her body's never been the same ever since, and she re- she regrets having me. So, uh, yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, this is all staying in, by the way. I hope you know. Right, and, and you know what's horrible about that? My mom loves me. <laughs> she has never said such a thing. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, this is, I apologize, mom. This I've disappointed you. Already. I'm so happy. Oh. As you cry. As I cry. Happy tears. Laughing. Laughing. Laughing tears. Great times. I'm, I know, I'm having fun because I'm red. I, I look at my face and I'm red because I'm laughing so hard. Yeah, if I turn the color of the shirt I'm wearing, uh, you know <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like flush. I'm like, oh man, like I forgot that like when you podcast and you actually have fun, like you sweat. Yeah. And you get hot. It's so. Yeah. It's a thing. It is. It's super weird. Here, I'll just start taking off articles of clothing. Please do not. <laughs> what is that? Uh, you're not monetized. Let's just fix it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. I think I told I I told you I told you this joke, but I didn't say it on air. So uh, so I literally have like all of these like lights and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. obviously for podcasting purposes, and they're in my guest room um, slash like pseudo office that I film in, and uh, when people come in. Uh, and they're like staying in my guest room. They're like, what are all those lights and cameras for? And I'm like, oh, it's for my OnlyFans. And then I walk out of the room. <laughs> and walk out. people believe me. Like, they believe me. Because they're, they're like, why else would he have ring lights and stuff like that? I'm like, for podcasting, you idiots. For I mean, hey, like I told you, make that money, Kenny. Make that money. I should. So if, if you'd be interested, just DM me on Twitter and I'll I'll make it happen. So let me know everybody out there everyone out there don't worry you know what? my email is chunky lover 53 at aol.com that's a simpsons joke <laughs> you know what perfect segue we talked about only fans trust me i i have a plan on where this is going don't, don't all right let's hear this <clears throat> let's hear this so only fans right it's not podcasting it's another hobby right. so besides podcasting and possibly only fans we wouldn't judge you if you did what else do you <laughs> like to do in your spare time uh you would not believe this uh if you i mean if you know my podcast you would but i am actually a single father of a uh, beautiful four-year-old she is absolutely wonderful um light of my life makes me humbles me every day as a father um, I'm actually a damn good father. I know it's not, again, it sounds weird. I like joking around. It, it probably seems like a jackass, but, uh, very, uh, very, I, I dedicate my life to that girl. Um, yeah. So that, that, that's, that's a lot of my time right there is just spending time with my daughter and, and just watching her grow. And I know that sounds lame, but anybody who's a parent out there, I think you'll understand what I'm saying. Um, besides that, besides wrestling in general, um uh if you couldn't tell from my joke earlier i'm a huge simpsons fan so uh i actually like the simpsons probably up to like season 13 i i i would say i know more about uh the simpsons than i know about wrestling 
and i think that would surprise a lot of people because like they're like but you know a lot about wrestling I'm like exactly and so like my my girlfriend's uh actually a simpsons fan and um she's like oh you know when we first started dating she's like how do you like know the next lines that are coming and i'm like because i'm a dork <laughs> and like i have these episodes like memorized so uh the simpsons is a, a huge thing uh besides that i mean i'm gonna sound like an alcoholic i just like going out drinking and having a good time but like you know um that's it yeah i don't know i don't know much I mean, much else nothing wrong with that i mean i like it i like everything though i i'm 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 a <laughs> this will sound weird but i'm like a try it once kind of guy at least you know i don't mean that in like that kind of way guys i know i know i probably it probably sounds weird after saying all the stuff that i've said before <laughs> yeah, a little bit maybe but yeah but uh i do a lot of like again people wouldn't realize this with me but i do a lot of meditation okay. and like sitting still yeah stuff like like a lot of zen work a lot of body work so you'd, you'd be surprised to hear that from me because i think i give the impression that i'm very ignorant and, <laughs> and just like joking all the time I, I wouldn't say ignorant i'd say just like outgoing and like constantly moving I wouldn't say it. Oh, that that is a lie too, right? So I I would say I am one of the most uh what's the term? I I'm not actually as outgoing as I seem. So like You're I definitely require Yeah, I'm like an introverted out, uh extrovert. Yeah. Uh where like like after this episode for example, I will show off the camera, I will go watch wrestling and I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. So I'll have those moments too. So like I kind of find like the fun in everything. You know. I like that though. I mean, life's not. I mean, life's boring if you can't find the fun in everything you do. Right. That's how it, it's exactly it. I feel like, you know, you can't change the circumstances sometimes, but you can change your reaction to them. So, like, I can't change that, like, oh, no one's going to hang out. To, I know it sounds stupid, but like, you know, oh, everyone's busy tonight. So, no one's going to hang out but, with me tonight. But what I can change is how I approach it. And it's mm -hmm. like, okay, tonight's my. You know, because last night when I had, you know, my daughter's with her mom right now, but last night when I had my daughter and like, I just wanted some peace at that time, I remember, hey, you're going to miss her tomorrow when yep. she's gone. So I always try to like kind of stay grounded, stay. Uh, it's, it's the Jeff Hardy saying of live in the moment, you know, there you go. Yeah. And uh, like, listen, I have I have nieces who are five. So like, I, I, I understand the whole. Yeah, I understand that age, the, all of the Paw Patrol. I. I've never watched so much Always. Patrol my entire life. Ryder needs us. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> like, get out of here. We we were discussing it at her preschool yesterday. All the parents, <laughs> for some reason, we got into a conversation about Paw Patrol. Okay. And the question was, how the fuck does Ryder afford all of these things? Because this guy's got to be loaded. This kid's got to have, like, a rich daddy Somewhere. who just pays for everything. Because he's got, like, a whole base. I don't know if you've seen the movie. I've been forced to watch it. I have they, not they, like, take been forced a, to watch the movie. Right. They take basically like a, a Lex Express, uh, essentially, to uh, <laughs> to uh, New York. It's a chartered bus kind of thing. But they take, uh, yeah, they take that to New York. And it's like, how do they afford all this shit, man? I, I find myself sometimes just sitting there watching cartoon, cartoons with them. And I'm like, I get too mad. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Why? How is this happening? But then, like, I watch cartoon. SpongeBob all the time with the one, my one niece, and she fucking loves it. So I, I, I I'm so bad because I watched SpongeBob growing up, but like, I loathe my daughter watching it. So like, almost make her lower the volume. So, so full disclosure, 
I work from home. So I do mortgages. A lot of time I work from home while I'm watching her. And like, I'm like trying to like focus on doing numbers and run stuff. And all I can hear is, "Ah, ah, ah," uh, and I'm like, "Ah." I'm like, either go watch that in another room. Right, right. And I need it. And I'm like, just get that shit out of here. Just go in the other room or something. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just have a quick note that there's SpongeBob impression in this video. <laughs> ten out of ten. It was very good, by the way. I'm surprised you didn't oh, do I... the ah, like the the moving of your voice. The shake. The shake. Yeah. The vibrato. The, the vibrato. Listen, that's the chorus kid in me. I know those terms. I got you. There you go. There you go. There we go. Uh, so all right, we'll shift a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I asked again. I ask these same questions to everybody. So everybody. Nobody's getting different questions. There's no special treatments here. Except for mine, because I knew all of these questions, so we had to switch it up completely. But if you could have a dinner, right? You go out somewhere with any three wrestlers, dead or alive, who are you picking and why? I feel like the answers would surprise you. So I'm a lot more old school then I let on. I love, obviously, I love wrestling. I love new school, but mm-hmm. I, I have a deep, deep passion for like the 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 men and women who paved the way. Um, three that come to mind, um, just super random. Uh, at least two that come to mind. I'm trying to think of a third here. Even though he's my favorite wrestler, I would never go to dinner with Shawn Michaels. I'll tell you why. Because he just says. Uh, you know, uh, you know, like every two seconds. I want you to go listen to a Shawn Michaels interview. I can't listen to them. He'd be like, uh, you know, we're going to dinner, uh, you know, and, uh, wow. you know. Yeah. Now that I think about it, that is, yeah. It's once you hear it, you can no longer listen to Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Thanks, Kenny. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I ruined it for everybody. Please, no one listen to this episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, two that come to mind, um, and I'll think of the third on the way. Um, Bruno San Martino. Okay. Just because I've always loved how that guy talks, and he's always got a very charming, you know, back in my old country. You do the, the, just the way he talks, it's like you pay attention. Yeah. Um, the second, again, you'd be surprised, is Ron Simmons. Okay. Just the way he tells stories on stuff when he's just like, and then Ron Simmons was coming around. Ha ha. Like, it, it's just. <laughs> You pay attention. Yeah. And just to get Ron Simmons and, like, Bruno San Martino at the same table, I feel would be, like, so, like, clashing of cultures, of generations, mm-hmm. and of guys who just both can tell a story. So it's almost like, you know, you're going to have to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you need a third, I guess, a good third to kind of stir that pot in a good way. Um, I wanted to say Ric Flair, but, like, no. <laughs> Especially not nowadays. Uh, maybe back in the day. Um, hmm. You know, that third is hard for some reason. I guess Eddie Guerrero, man. Just because I okay. just loved Eddie is just one of my favorites. Or maybe like AJ Styles, too, since if we're talking about like a current guy. I could just see AJ sitting there going, I mean, I like Bruno San Martino. I, I, I love Ron Simmons. Uh, none of their stories are cat. You know, it's just, I can imagine it'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't. I love the impressions. I love when people do impressions of wrestlers, and you do it all the time. I do. I. I and I don't mean to do them. It like used, I don't go into it, an you just episode. You fall into it. Right. Like you told me, I did a SpongeBob impression. Like afterwards, I was kind of like, oh, I did do a SpongeBob. I, I've I've never done a SpongeBob impression. 
<laughs> I, mean, I don't know. That was bad. <laughs> right. Oh, so, yeah. Funny. <laughs> I'm a big, like, I find myself mimicking people a lot. It's I, I'm actually yeah. very bad at that. So, like, if I'm talking to somebody long enough, I pick up their accent or something like that. So, Are you Gemini? Uh, no, I'm not, actually. Okay, because I was going to say, Geminis usually are the ones who, if you believe in astrology, are the ones who, like, follow people's energy. <laughs> I mean, I'm, like, I'm not, like, super into astrology. Like, I believe some of that stuff. Like, I'm a cancer, so I'm very emotional. I'm like, fuck, you're right. Mm. True. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, called yeah. out. That's fine. Yeah. I get it. There you go. But it's true. I'm, I, I'm technically a Capricorn, but, like, I've always been told I don't show traits of the Capricorn if you believe in that stuff. And it's because I'm the last day of the Capricorn. Mm. And on some calendars, I'm the first day of the Aquarius. So if I always seem like I show traits of both, that like would, that yeah. would be why. Yeah, I'm the yeah. last day of uh, Cancer. I'm right before Leo. There you go. They it create It's the cusp signs are supposed to be the most interesting personalities. I'm not saying that about myself. I'm just saying that about as that's what they say. I mean, if if we're both on the cusp here, I think we're both very interesting people. You said it, not me. I mean, I'll gladly say I'll say it again. We're interesting people. <laughs> Damn Thank it. You. There I we go. I appreciate that. It's the truth. <laughs> I wouldn't have you on here if you weren't interesting or my friend or cool with me. Or have paid the $50 to get on. Shh, right. Don't be telling people. Sorry. I apologize. Edit that out. No edits. <laughs> Can't afford my light bill this month because I had to pay the entry fee to get in here. <laughs> just so makes me seem like just... a dictator of the podcast i just hope yeah i mean oh crap no no <laughs> <laughs> oh see this is why people need to watch this episode like watch the video it. version you have no idea what i just did and i'm not even uh, yeah y'all are gonna have to watch the don't even say it Mm-mm. right We're there you move go on. yeah there you go <laughs> so since 2018 you've been you know, in the podcasting world, and you've made all of these connections with a bunch of different people. Uh, we talked about it before, Matt, Kyle, Joey, all of them. Um, and I, I've asked yep. Matt and Kyle these questions. Uh, haven't interviewed Joey yet. That's on the list. But do you have any advice for anyone wanting to start podcasting or just any advice in general? It doesn't have to be about podcasting. I mean, I've I've been giving it the whole episode. I feel like mm-hmm. I've been giving little pe- nuggets uh, here and there, but yeah. that, again, that's just my opinion. I don't want anyone to think like I hold all the secrets. I think you should listen to all of these and kind of put them together and in, into your own style. Uh, the biggest piece of advice I would give, though, is if you're thinking about doing a fucking podcast, just fucking start it. Uh, because people ask, how do you have this lighting set up? What did you do with this microphone? What microphone is this? This, and they start going. If I had all of that stuff, I would podcast. And I go, okay, I started off with a cracked laptop, no ring light, uh, no lights, a a dinky little USB microphone that barely worked. And then as I did them and I needed stuff, I would slowly add the pieces. And so it's not about being the finished product. It's just like anything. Uh, just like wrestlers, you know, you, no one comes in as a finished product in professional wrestling. It's like they start adding pieces. Oh, this person's getting better at promos. Oh, mm-hmm. they changed their outfits. Oh, they grew their hair. And it's like all of a sudden you see the finished piece and you go, wow, look at that. What did you do to get there? And it's just like they just showed up and they just changed things and they did what they felt. So, again, you, you'll know, just start. I don't always remember that your first episode is going to be your worst. 
And once you crack that open, though, it's not going to get any worse than that. Um, keep going from there. Seriously, go listen to my first episode, which was shot on two iPhones because we didn't have microphones. It was shot on two iPhones sitting in a bedroom while we were in shorts. You know what I mean? Just sitting barefoot. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just literally just a conversation. And it's horrible. And I didn't even want to include it as episode one. But then I said, I always kind of wanted to go back to that and remember, like, how far we've come. Humble beginnings. Um, right. And if you are able to, other piece of advice I'll give you, and I've heard this from Chris Van Vliet, uh, you know, like, because I had Chris, I did an interview with Chris Van Vliet, and he was, he said this. I did an interview with uh, Josiah Williams of Wrestling Flow, and he said this. And the advice is, if you listen to your early cuts, if you will, if you listen to your early episodes and you don't cringe, you have not done shit because that means you haven't progressed. You should literally be happy to cringe because that means you've progressed. Yeah. So I think the, the between those two things, I think just start and you should, you should be embarrassed at your first couple episodes. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely uh, embarrassed by the first episode <laughs> I ever did. Um, I was on my other laptop that I use as my, um, how I watch the Twitch chat when I do She Elite every Thursday. I was on right. the, no, I actually wasn't even on that one. I was on my old laptop from college. Jesus Christ, See? I forgot about See? that. Uh, See, I, that's why it's good to reflect because like like you, the reaction you just had of like wow I didn't yeah. even realize it was further back that's the reaction I'm talking about you should always feel like wow I can't believe I did that oh man it was I didn't have the webcam I have uh, I didn't have a microphone I had the iPhone headphones with the microphone right here right oh uh, ew yeah. <laughs> but you started and, and, and it's because of your because of you actually doing it, like, look, now you do three shows a week. Now you do all these things. You're interviewing other podcasters. So it's like, again, just look at Katie. It's like, just just start. Just start anywhere. Because it, you're you're lapping people who are thinking about it. I think, I think the biggest thing, and this is more life advice more than just podcasting. It's like, the more you think, the more it doesn't get done. Um, you you got to start. You, you have to start. And you'll get somewhere, I promise. And I have to remind myself of that. Don't think I'm saying that from a point of view of like, I, well, I know what I'm doing. No, I had to, it took a lot. It took, my friend told me to do a podcast in 2015. It took all the way to 2018 for me to say, fuck this, I'm doing it. Yeah. Because I have the first stuff that we shot from 2015. I have like the footage of it. Oh, man. Um, and him sitting there going like, you're a natural, fucking do this and stuff. <laughs> and like, I, it took three years to do it. Yeah. It's also like a, it's like a, it's a mental game. If you put that yeah. barrier up of you're not going to do it or you're going to fail doing it, then you're going to fail doing it and you're not going to do it. But if you have the mindset of like, well, I can do this. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. I've been doing this a year. Yeah. Right. Like. Exactly. And humble beginnings. I was not here a year ago. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Right. And I'm, I think even uh, I think the first time I met you, like you didn't even just have the confidence exuding out of you the way you do now, just like with with talking and like with me um, again, just because we're talking about advice, you know, um, example, um, I would like to think I have a good voice in some sense. But the mm -hmm. first couple podcasts, um, I was talking more like this because I wanted to be a podcast and I would say, 
uh, in professional wrestling, uh, you're doing this and doing that. And I was like, wow, this is really engaging. I like my voice, right? But you know what I started realizing? Nobody is listening to a freaking wrestling podcast to hear somebody talk like that. Yeah. They're listening to like advice stuff to, for people like that. Like that. They want to hear more of like a Stephen A. Smith of like, let me tell you what is going on. Yeah. Because, you know, people want to hear like a wrestling promo. They, they want you to feel excited about professional wrestling. So organically, it's not like I just said like, oh, I want to talk like that. I just said organically, I said, I am excited about professional wrestling. I said, stop talking like a radio show and start talking about like, you're fucking excited to be a, a fan and like, oh my yeah. God, this is the crap that happened. And ever since I started doing that, even my co-host, he went from talking like normal to talking like, ah, like, you know, and <laughs> so I think, again, it's like once you start, you'll, you'll you'll put it together. You'll start realizing, you know, if 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 you're smart, <laughs> you put it together and go, you know, this is how I should be doing it. Because, again, it's not really about you. It's about you got to look at it from the perspective of like who's listening to my show mm-hmm. and, and learn to pivot too. Because you'll notice like uh, YouTube analytics, you'll notice which topics people like and you'll start going, oh, they're paying attention to that. So maybe I should amp up, amp up the volume on that, do more of those segments. Yeah, um, it's I was just talking to I, I hate that we bring him up every episode. I was talking to Matt about this the other day. Yeah, no, <laughs> don't bring him up. Stop it. Um, but I, I like got in my head about like analytics and stuff. And I was like, I feel like. Yeah. Which is something I've been doing the entire time. I've had access to analytics, whether it was when I was on SmackDraw versus having this and I control all of this. Like, this is my baby kind of thing. I've always been, like, constantly in my head about, okay, so people aren't listening to this or they're not watching this. Why aren't they doing this? And he told me, it was like, that doesn't fucking matter. You do it for the yeah. love of podcasting. And I was like, honestly, yeah. yeah. Like, this past year has been one of the best years of my entire life. No cap. Yeah. Like, everything I've got to do, every person I've got to meet, you, everyone else. Like, I, I've been blessed. And I've been called Rookie yeah. of the Year. I'm going to take it. Uh, I think I had a pretty damn good year uh, as a rookie, so... <laughs> I like it. I do. I like the confidence. Like I said, like I said, um, it's not here a year ago. (laughs) uh, Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly it. You know, when when I say pay attention to analytics too. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, just to clarify too, for someone out there who's like, yeah, I pay attention to analytics all the time. Yeah. You can't just beat yourself over up over analytics. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is just a tool to kind of gauge to where you're going. So what I mean by that is like, if I notice everyone's liking me doing trivia with somebody, it's like, okay, let's do some more trivia segments. You know, they're fun. I like them anyway. So let's pivot towards that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's supposed to be a tool, not of like a, okay, people are paying attention to this, but they think this other stuff sucks. So, okay. Mm -hmm. I, this, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like if you're using it like that, you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 just a tool, to, a barometer, if you will. Okay, barometer. Yeah. SAT. It's words? a big word. It's yeah, a big word for SAT Elmo. word of the day. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I don't even know how to spell it, guys. Sorry, I apologize. I'm like trying to spell it out of my head. Isn't it B A R O M E T E R? I'm about to find out. Barometer. Like, don't talk back to me. B A R O M E T E R. I think that's what you said. Barometer. Barometer. There you go. It's like I feel like I'm on Sesame Street. Barometer. My mother is. My mother would be so proud of me right now. She would. 
God rest her soul. Uh, she's not dead, but she's probably sleeping. So. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus, you can't do that to me. <laughs> Remember when I told you earlier that like I'm a very emotional person? You can't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was about to be like, um, so do you want to end it now? <laughs> she's fine. She's fine. God fucking the only, she, She's just emotionally damaged from having me as a son. That's oh all. Oh my God. All right. Enough of e you. <laughs> emotional damage. Please tell me you know that me. I, listen. It's like Stephen Heath. <laughs> listen, I'm on TikTok. I know all the things. Okay, good. Thank God. That's why I said that's a big one for Elmo. I'm thir I'm 33, and uh, and my yeah. sisters are uh, yeah. I'm 30. I just turned 33. <laughs> Did you, you didn't know that? No. <laughs> I am old. I am. I am. I got a couple more good years in me, and then I'm kicking the bucket. Okay. Now, now, <laughs> my sisters are are about to be 21, and I'm always telling them stuff on TikTok, like like what you just said. Like yeah. I'm always telling them stuff like that, and they're like. I'm like, I'm ashamed of you. Like, you're in the age range that's supposed to know TikTok. Why am I telling you stuff? It's, yeah. hey, people are on different sides of TikTok, man. Sometimes it doesn't correlate all the way through. I'm on, it's every goddamn side of TikTok, I think. It is not okay. I'm all over the damn place. It's the comments that really will just mess with you. Oh, man. <laughs> Sometimes you just watch a video and you're like, I'm curious what the comments say. And the comments are funnier than the video can ever be. Yeah absolutely and that's what i mean it's like it, they'll just come out of left field of like ugh, i hate to say this because i don't want to make fun of the topic but like they'll there'll be like a bad video and it'll be like duetted or something and somebody will be like this was my 13th reason why and oh, i was just like i'm like man. Oh, i forgot people used God. to say that yeah like yeah, yeah like and i'm like it's so horrible <laughs> but i'm like oh it's, it's yeah tiktok's a weird place i love tiktok <laughs> Yeah, Fuck. scroll for hours. You know, back in my day, we used to have vines, guys. Oh, I miss one. Yeah, I do too. Do you have a favorite vine, like off off the rib? Uh, I have a ton of them, but off the dome right now, uh, the watermelon ones. It's a watermelon. It's not a watermelon. Yeah, that's just right Perfect. off the dome there. That's yeah. a good one. Solid choice. Yeah. I fucking love. Thank you. RIP. I vine. appreciate that. I know. Let's let's start our own. We'll, we'll call it since we both have K's here. We'll start. We'll call it kind. <laughs> kind. <laughs> don't whoever's listening. Don't trademark that. Edit that shit out. Edit it before someone steals our copyright. I guarantee nobody's gonna steal it. I'm listening to you, Matt Ritter. If you start a damn <laughs> social media platform called Kind, I know where you found it from. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, if you, at the ripe age of 33, if you had to yeah. write an autobiography about your life, what yeah. would be the title and why are you choosing that title? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, what's funny is like, usually this is, I feel like this is a question I would normally have just like right there would have a title, but, uh. I got nothing right now, so um, I would probably call it like, well, that works, right? <laughs> or something. Um, what I was going to say was, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'll get more serious with this one. I'll call myself outside the box. Uh, it would okay. call myself outside the box of my autobiography because I always feel like 
I specifically try not to fit norms or almost like play in the norms and kind of like color outside the lines a little bit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, uh, and it's done me, it's done me well. So I feel like that's, yeah, I feel like that's how I live my life. I don't, I don't live with societal norms or, you know, things like that. And I just try to be happy. The happy guy. I love that. Honestly. There, that's, that's, a, yeah. Outside the box. I, the happy guy just very small print right the happy guy and and the picture is literally me stepping outside like this <laughs> you know so it's like and then on the back it says about the author kenny majid was dropped on his head as a child oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and, it's like, he fell down a couple stairs uh, how many is that watched how many is a couple laughed a couple flights i should say oh oh good um, Good. Right, his dad watched him laughed and then left to get milk and never came back. Fuck. <laughs> oh. Yeah. God rest his soul. Yeah. No, he's not dead either. He uh but he might be sleeping. So. You don't fucking stop. <laughs> you give me a heart attack over here. Come on now. Sorry. Oh man. God God rest your soul. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> One of the reasons I like that I'm I'm changing topics completely. One of the reasons I like that question so much is I like when people start discussing or describing what the cover is gonna be. Because yeah. uh, Justin from Yeto did the same thing. I can't remember <laughs> what his title was, but it was something. I think he said something about him like stepping out of the shower, and I was I was just like, what the fuck? Amazing, amazing. Uh, but like it's crazy to think about like you you can envision this book you're holding it in your hand it's yeah the book of your oh, yeah. life and you can say this is what's on it this is the picture this is the title what's in yeah. it my life you just got to read it and i think i think we're all like you know podcasters and creatives in that sense too so i think it's like almost like the thought process has to be like something tangible it like yep. has to be that physical book and uh how creative it is to make the like you said like everybody's probably made that cover in their head and no you didn't tell us to do that you know what i mean so it's just funny how the human mind works you know the mind is such an interesting place yeah. which is why i like to get inside of it hey, hey. the title of the show <sighs> inside you <laughs> round of applause for myself what a good fucking segue <laughs> Great segue. No. Wow, I don't think I've ever gaslit myself so much during a show. <laughs> there's something about I don't know. There's something about me that's making Katie full of herself. Like it's just uh, yeah. Just I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I've never this been like yeah. I'm the shit. Eh, depends on the day. You are the shit. Just keep keep it up. Stop it. You no. should be like that. Nah, no. Nah, nah, I'm nah. just shit. I'm just shit. <laughs> oh, no. stop it. Right. You are not like you would. I I am absolutely. You are the shit. <laughs> Thank you. I pre I appreciate that. It's all true. It's all true. Look at you gas gaslighting me, and not in the way that my ex girlfriend did. Okay. All right. <laughs> God rest her soul. Stop. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to be too. like one of these times you're gonna say, and they're gonna be like, "No, right. you're actually dead." I'm gonna I'm not gonna know what to do with myself. <laughs> I can't have you be doing this. I don't think I would actually say it if someone's dead. That's the funny part. If someone is actually dead, I don't think I physically have it in me to say God rest their soul. I I fucking hope not, Kenny, because I'm not gonna be able to handle it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so that should be the title of my book, God rest his soul. 
<laughs> the Kenny Majid story. <laughs> oh, uh, man. <laughs> horrible. And it's just like one foot in the grave with me like this. It's still the same <laughs> same pose. It's the same cover. It's the same cover. It's just You're a grave and me stepping in. Into, there you go. Look at that. Oh, man. Somebody sketched Two up part, this cover right now. Two-part biography. <laughs> one's one's like my my early years one's my epitaph you know it's just like <laughs> Damn, my swan song sat words i do i do use this is the thing like i i, I do use big words you but it, it's always yeah it's always funny because like i don't usually i don't know like i always like go with the crowd like if i feel like I can't use big words with someone. I don't. So when I say like it's a it's a big thing that I'm using big words with you, that I mean that. I take it as a compliment. I went to college yeah, for you, five you years. You should. I have a big brain. Right. You should. I I failed out of uh, junior junior high school. Right. <laughs> God rest my soul. <laughs> right. God fucking damn it. I'm just kidding, guys. I failed out of high school. Right. Ah. Right. How foolish. Yeah. I apologize, guys. <laughs> <laughs> High was a shit show. College it was. was a shit show. It was. Ugh. Weird times. <laughs> <laughs> so, since you have not done podcasts in four-ish months, maybe? Yeah, about four months, yeah. Um, I'm happy I'm your first taste back into the podcasting world. You're jumping back in. Thank you. Um... Anything you have planned for, like, do you have an idea of when you're coming back? If you're coming back? Uh, I'm starting to get that itch. Um, you know, and, you know, jumping on yours, obviously, like, it makes, it reminds me to kind of, that I'm like, oh, I, I do like this shit. Like, I really do like being on camera and talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm hard on myself. It's as, as simple as that. And again, this is, I guess, more advice for people, right? Because I know, like, and I'm and I'm nobody, but I I do know that there's some people who like look at my numbers or something and go like, oh man, like I wish it was where you're at. Well, I'm sitting there going like, my numbers aren't shit. So even I'm sitting there like criticizing myself. And nah. after a while, it kind of got like, you know, if I'm not doing these numbers, why am I doing this at all? You know. And so it took a little break because I was a little, a little burnt out. But right now, I'm kind of feeling like, you know, hey, maybe I can come up with a different kind of concept. Kind of, hey, look, look what you're trying with this show here. Um, just come up with something that I'm a little bit more, um, you know, inspired to do and, and something that I can sink my teeth into and not really, it's just, it was just really offensive to my brain to talk to Brandon for, uh, for an hour every week. And, um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I knew you were going to somehow drag Brandon somewhere I, in this that's, episode. That's our, that's our dynamic in a nutshell, isn't it? But, um, <laughs> you know, just to do something a little different and to, uh, you know, I, I do have some other passions. Um, like I kind of. it'll sound weird but like i got a tesla in august and like now i kind of like want to do some like tesla content so i'm kind of feeling like maybe i step out i I start doing some stuff but i feel like i want to do more motivational stuff and like stuff that's more akin to me and not just wrestling so i'll kind of work that out but again i gotta take my own advice which is just start the some bitch instead of thinking about it yeah Yeah, i mean the the last like two videos on your channel are Tesla content. Yeah, yeah. So they are. They are. Cause I was trying to get your damn logo for my fucking show, and I was like, I can't get this anywhere, and I don't, I don't even remember how I got it, but I got it. I was gonna. You could just ask me. I sent you the PNG file. I could have, but I took the the hard way to get it. You know. 
she just she basically katie doesn't want to talk to me any more than oh, she has to. that's what's going on that's really what it is guys that's really it's okay it's it's okay it's all right really my my soul and my ego is hurt um but you know she's gonna edit this to sound like i'm you know answering questions that i that she never asked you know she'll be like asking questions like so why are you better than everybody and i'll be like because i'm the fucking man and it's like well, i never said that well, and right <laughs> see and now she's gonna use that out of context she's evil evil listen i am many things evil is not one of them anybody that drinks blue mountain dew is evil remember that and what about it <laughs> see <laughs> alcoholic baja blast guys remember end of february tell them kenny sent you they'll say who the fuck is that <laughs> they'll be like who in the fuck who's kenny <laughs> Kenny, man? God rest his soul. <laughs> South <laughs> Park. There you go. I'll give you that one. Oh, please do not. Oh my God. It was a reach, South Park I'm came out. No, more so that it, it, that's all I heard in elementary school. Oh my God, you killed Kenny. Oh my God, you killed Kenny. And I was like, well, you don't shut up. Kenny's going to kill you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> very, very violent child, guys. Very violent yeah. Child. Maybe this is why you, are, you couldn't finish high school you were just so mean everybody junior high I didn't oh i'm sorry junior high. Seventh grade. junior high right, seventh right. middle grade. school yeah yeah sorry guys tough year man yeah it was i was there's too much partying in baja blast never yeah. enough baja blast no it was i was very jittery just very jittery shaking constantly me yeah. but older. <laughs> basically like how it looks like when i talk to a girl <laughs> Just a lot of shaking, a lot of sweat. <laughs> oh my god. People are like, girl, he's been talking about Kyle Bird and Matt Ritter this whole time. <laughs> I can't wait for both of them to listen to this. I'm sorry. <clears throat> watch this. Because they have to watch, watch this. their man. Experience me. Right. Experience me. I feel like I'm expecting gifts from both of you on Valentine's Day. <laughs> This will go out before Valentine's Day. I make sure of that. Don't Basically, worry. Right, right. I'm actually gonna put this out uh, Monday. See, that's why. That's why I, I made sure that even though we had to reschedule, I said I gotta get this. I gotta get this done with you because I don't want to mess up your schedule. That's okay. Um, so, I, I kind of like that. I was I was in episode ten for this. I was episode nine, but I was like, I want to get mine done. I want mine to be like the last one of the year, kind of like hoorah. Actually, mine was the first one of the year. Right, because you're, cause you're gaslighting yourself. Right, right, right. As I do. I'm allowed to every once in a while. And... I mean, it's your it's your show. Fucking do it. Fucking... <laughs> hell yeah, it's my show. Wow. I love this, this random boost of confidence I get. Thanks. All right, man. there you go. It's great. You're welcome. <laughs> but uh, I like having, like, a little break. So I usually put them out, like, every two weeks. Yeah. So it'll be, like, three weeks since, like, mine. Which, that's okay. fine. I don't even care. Right. Well, you needed you needed more time for people to digest who you were as a person and like really just like, well, there was a lot of tears the listeners had to shed. So for the last three weeks, they've just emotionally been recovering. Right. So it's now that they now they get to, <laughs> I was going to get to say that now they get their release with me. But that ah, just sounds okay. weird because I meant emotional release. There you go. Like if you put the word emotional in front of it, then. Right, right, right. Yeah. Not like a Matt Ritter release. <laughs> you know. I'm literally right. 
I think I'm gonna be on his show later tonight, so I'll tell him that you were talked about, he, or he was talked about quite a lot. He's gonna enjoy it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll message him in uh, a kissy face right after I'm done here. <laughs> no no context, just a kissy face. <laughs> I can't wait. I told him I was recording with you, and so it'll just be, he'll just be like, oh no, something happened. No, he'll enjoy it. Right. There's no oh no. Right. It's Matt. Right. He better enjoy me. I mean, he better enjoy this there, there episode. There you go. Good right, save. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Thank now, Kenny. Kenny. Yes. We have talked about you for a solid hour, right? I love. I loved every minute of it. I did. <laughs> Do you have any questions or anything you want to know about me? I'll turn. The um. Tables. Yeah. What I mean. What made you want to kind of like get into the head of uh, other podcasters and and stuff like? Where did that concept come from? So, um. Believe it or not, I was a psychology major and then a social work major in college. That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, so I've always been fascinated with the mind and how people work. Um, for the longest time, I wanted to do something with uh, criminal social work, or criminal psychology, and learn why serial killers do the things they do. Things like that. So Brandon, believe it or not, <laughs> has a has a degree in in that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I never would have guessed I, that. I I always said it's because he wanted to find out more about himself, but uh, you know, <laughs> you know. But yes, the man has the man has a degree in uh, criminal psychology uh, from the University of Florida. Damn, yeah. that's yeah. My degree is uh, I have a bachelor's of science and social work. So okay, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. That's that's <laughs> a little bit too much. I no wonder you like big words. <laughs> see that's the thing i i've tried to expand my vocabulary but every time i'm on a podcast i'm like fuck i'm just screaming swear words i'm just like listen here motherfuckers I'm like right. it's it i devolve i don't evolve i devolve when i podcast which is great for me it's fine um right. <laughs> but i wanted to start doing this show specifically because i have yeah. Sheely, and that's just me talking about women's wrestling things that happen yeah. during the week bitching about the iwc because they don't know what they're doing half the time they don't know what they're god doing i hate them time. yes uh, true yes i i've had even even the ones who uh are trying to defend the topic sometimes are just like i don't think you see how much worse you're making it by saying like mm -hmm. like uh i almost don't even want to bring up this topic but like let's just say i won't even mention her name that's what it what it is uh a certain wrestler had her pictures leaked those kind of pictures okay and so there was a hashtag to basically support her and i was trying to tell people <clears throat> don't use a hashtag to call attention to the fact that there are pictures of this woman out there yeah. if you're trying to help her don't talk about it let the topic die mm -hmm. so that she can be at peace with it exactly. but instead you're bringing it up mm -hmm. and you're probably doing more damage and it's just that, that's one of those like exactly. iwc quirks where i'm just like my god you're causing more harm than you are good that's all they do uh so i right. um i wanted to like step away from that and i i mean i like other stuff other than wrestling crazy i know yeah but <laughs> all of my all of the friends i've made like in the past year i right i know them on like a somewhat personal level but you and i have never had a conversation like this like yeah. i knew bits and pieces of your life i never would have known all of this like i knew you had a daughter because we talked about it but i like knowing like because there's a difference between like your on camera 
persona versus the real yeah. you. Because some people ham it up for the camera. Wrestlers do the same yeah. thing. Like, right, of course. Um, weird example, but Enzo More has t- numerous times said he was himself, but on camera he jacked it up to like a 12. To t- yeah. yeah. And, so it's, it's like the same thing with this show. I wanted to know why people started podcasting and like what they were interested in. But then also what they do when they're not dealing with all of the stupid people in the IWC and wrestling and all of that. Yeah. So that's kind of why I started this. And most podcasters interview people. They don't get interviewed. It's very true. It's very true. Yeah. We're, we're like, it, it's, I feel like a fish out of water being asked questions. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, usually trying to rack my brain for like questions myself, you know? So yeah, it's true. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't like that uh, Kyle and, and Matt Ritter were on before me, but you know, that's especially Matt Ritter. Just Matt was episode two. Uh, he was wow. mad. He wasn't episode one. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about hamming it up for the camera? I'm pretty much just hamming it up for Ritter at this point. <laughs> I'm 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 Ritter with the the horny turned up to twelve. Oh my god. <laughs> yep, that's me. That's. That's you. <laughs> if anyone watches you guys interact on Twitter, they know it's you. Good lord. Just <clears throat> if you look at Twitter and you see uh Apron Bump, uh what is he at Apron Bump or yeah. at Matt Ritter at, or myself, it's just like you would wonder what what is going on with the three of them. Like people are <laughs> gonna think you're a throuple. Right. Like fully. Right. right. Which I mean, hey, it's twenty twenty two. I right. Why not? We're open-minded here. <laughs> You're all in stable relationships with other people. Why not? <laughs> or at least that's what we want you to think. It's all been a ruse, you bastards. Exactly. We got to keep the gimmick, brother, brother. Oh, our gimmicks, our gimmick, you know, like our personas are with, you know, engaged and have kids and these things. But, you know, our real life, the real, we're, we're a throuple. We're... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like somewhere in, I'm the, you know, they're the two, you know, end pieces. And I'm the. <laughs> I'm the cream in the Oreo. You know? But anyway. you know, my mind immediately went to Oreo too, but I didn't want to yeah. say anything out loud. Yeah. No, I I think everybody's mind went to Oreo right there. Right there. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <clears throat> uh, anything else you want to know about me or ask nope. me? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's your first year. I mean, how, you know, what do you think if you had to sit back and go, you know, this is what I learned the most in the past year compared to when I first started, like, you know, what, it, what, what was that? Cause I know, I think, you know, like with me in my first year, I was kind of like, I, I still felt like I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what'd you feel? Um, I mean, you kind of brought it up. My confidence has grown a lot in the past year. I mean, if you look back at the first episode I was ever on of SmackDraw, it was August something. I cannot remember. Um, I was scared shitless. I, my face gets red anyways, but like my face was like red, red, like the color of like this, my bracelet. It was like this the entire time. Uh, and like my internet went out like halfway through the show and it was live and and looking back at that I was like oh my god how how did all of of that still all of that still happens to me 
Yeah. Uh, we I never, some... I never improve. I never improve. We had some, we had some <laughs> issues before we started recording, but <laughs> right. See, that. resolved. Uh, but like, so that was like an immediate blow to my confidence. I was like, "Fuck, they're never gonna ask me to be on again." And it was like my first show. I was like, I had my interview kind of thing to see if I was like a right fit. I was the only girl right. on the show. Uh, so once I started hosting myself or it was like me and like Kevin or me and RN or me and Kyle for that matter um I slowly realized like okay I can do this and this was when I was doing fucking beat for beat with all of the matches for whatever show worst decision I've ever made in my entire life I will never go back yeah. to doing beat for beat because it was exhausting yeah like writing yeah. it out because like i i'm like old school i write everything like i write all of the notes for my okay. shows like i wrote everything down for this so i was writing beat for beat and then like explaining it on a show and trying to make it seem cohesive and cool and interesting i was like this is stupid why am i doing right. this to myself but that's yeah. how i was taught i was taught do beat for beat because this is how i'm doing it and he's like he also stopped doing that so then I was like, okay, well, if he stopped, then I'm for sure going to stop doing that because this is, like, it, I was, like, losing my voice because I was talking so much. And granted, I talk a lot. It's fine. That's why I like doing this show because I don't have to talk a lot. <laughs> Except at this point <laughs> when people ask me questions. But that's okay. So I think once I got into the groove of how I wanted things to be, and how I wanted the flow of the show to go, I, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, confidence is a thing I have now. And starting She Leet in general, like on its own, leaving Smack Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, all right, go time. And I, you need, you need the pressure. Yeah. I think, and, and I think the last time I, you know, I, I saw you, I, I don't think, I think She, she Leet was just kind of starting. Mm-hmm. so it, the, it, it's crazy to see the difference of like you kind of came in and you were kind of like shy you kind of like had your head down more and like now it's like you're a host like you're you're running and i mean that as a, as a huge compliment because again i i think i think you do need the pressure sometimes it's like it's one thing to kind of like be a, a co-host it's another thing to be like oh my name's attached to this mm-hmm. i got if 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 i don't do this no one else is going to kind of like pick up the ball and run yeah. um but yeah, I think I think it, it, humans in general do good with pressure. And if if you're whoever's listening, if you're kind of in that like um, doubtful part of like your podcasting experience or something, where you're kind of like, oh, I need to make a move. If you're scared of it, that means you need to do it. Yeah, that's always the answer. That means that means you're you're trying to. What's what's the word here? Like dreams die in like your comfort zone. So if yeah. you're if you're trying if if you're feeling like you need to make a change, do it 100%. Because that is literally your soul crying out that you need to make some change. For I mean, for sure. I I started podcasting because I tweeted that I wanted to be on a podcast. And here I yeah. am a year later. I remember like, the, I actually saw those tweets. Like I, I, I remember because I think a couple people had responded that that I know yeah. uh, responded to them. I'm like, yeah, come on my stuff. Yeah. So like, I remember those tweets. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that's another thing is like uh, meeting people. Like I'm, the, I'm the same way as you. Like I'm 
introvert extrovert it depends on the situation i don't necessarily like meeting new people in person like before you came on and like i've had conversations with you plenty of times i'm sitting here like Mm -hmm. twiddling my thumbs nervous every time yeah absolutely anytime it's somebody i might not have like the strongest relationship with or someone i may not know as well as like reek matt justin my usual squad of dudes I get nervous and like even doing she lead live I get nervous as fuck because it's I'm just like something's gonna go wrong in the back of my mind part somewhat there all the time but I wouldn't be where you still do it though yeah right and you still do it and I I always try to I like I always try to teach my daughter lessons and the biggest one I've always told her is like brave brave doesn't mean oh fuck it I'm doing it it means like you're afraid and you're nervous and you're still going to accomplish it uh because you have that uh that drive to do it and that's brave not the person who jumps off the cliff but the person who you know jumps out the airplane with the safety harness because they're scared of heights yeah you know um but what was i gonna say i was gonna say something yeah i forget that's okay that's okay i'm old and forgetful guys i'm 47 i just turned 47 last week so 47 didn't you just i say turned you 33, 33. La- you... yeah i turned 33 last week guys Jeez. yeah sorry <laughs> 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 i forget my age sometimes because i'm old ah uh, you're, yeah you're old i'm an old soul i'm not old i'm an old soul right you're an old soul i'm just physically in pain when i get out of bed <laughs> okay like, i am different... too but like i'm not old <laughs> i just have an old body that hates me <laughs> i'm like an old buick like i'm still mo- i'm still going but like should i really be going anymore <laughs> shouldn't right. you really right. be going anymore guys right i'm unsafe to be on the road i probably will hurt other people <laughs> with my frame and uh <laughs> i have back a back seat that no one no one will you know it's just not safe it's facing the other way nah. what car is that <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Those third rows that like face the other way that they used to have? Yeah. I don't know why I have a memory of that, but I do. I I want a car like that. Why? Why not? Kenny. Imagine you just open up the trunk to my Tesla and people are facing the other way. It's dangerous, but no one one told them to ride with me in the first place. (laughs) Nobody said you had to get in my Tesla. I am psychotic at best, so... (laughs) Yeah. And on a good day, I'm psychotic. Right. On a good day. Today's a good day. <laughs> oh, good. Good. I'm glad I caught right. you on a good day then. Right. Right. <laughs> Yesterday, not so much. That's why I had to cancel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> How? You said, ah, uh, damn. Uh, I don't even know how to <laughs> go off of that. You don't. That's pretty much, that's, that's me in a nutshell. Like, how do you just end it off of that? That's okay. Let's, you know life is like a box of chocolates all right you know, Forrest, you, let's calm down here never know what you're gonna get you know so all right all right Forrest, let's relax here let's, let's take it easy let's take it easy here. right right medicine is for goat that's another tom hanks movie that's <laughs> big tom hanks guy yeah no actually <laughs> uh those are like the only two tom hanks movie yet i know the terminal and forest Gump. I don't even. I've never even seen Castaway. See, so I can't be a big Tom Hanks guy. Have you seen Toy Story? I've seen Toy Story. Okay, right? but that doesn't count. That counts. 
That's not a Tom Hanks movie. He's in the movie. Would I have gone to watch it if anybody else had voiced like if it was like Sean Connery or something? Right? My name's my name's Woody, and I'm like you know I would have been fine. But instead, it was Tom Hanks. You know. How fucking dare you! Love Tom Hanks. <laughs> big big Tom Hanks fan. Ah, big, big. Ah, ah, ah. See, you know movies. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah. I know, I know of them. I know of women. That doesn't mean that I talk to them. Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, great. I, I really hope my girlfriend's not listening to this. <laughs> yeah, you might want to hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. Love you, sweetheart. Yeah. And I'm talking about Matt Ray. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before we go, anything else you want to yeah. ask me or know about me or whatever? No, I think I think we we talked a lot about uh, before we got on air. Uh, let me see. Well, no, I know what you uh, got your bachelor's in. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I did get that that bachelor's. Favorite? I'll I'll turn I'm I'll turn this on you here and ask you, um, who would be your favorite and just one. Uh, I'm sure I know you answered it. Well, did did you answer it in your episode? The three, three people that you'd want to go to dinner with. Did I was okay. asked that from? So we took it. Uh, Matt like collected all the questions, so I didn't know any of them going in because that's kind of the whole point. Is like I want people to go in blind. So I was like, it's only fair yeah. if I do the same. So he collected um, questions from a few of our friends, and somebody asked me. Uh, what three I would take and um, where we would go. Couldn't tell you okay. who I said. I think I said yeah. Lita, but I was already hammered at that point, so I couldn't tell you who I said. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I, I, I feel like I would change my third to be like a Sherry Martell. Because okay. like just someone, just someone like that who would just have stories of the business. Because yeah. I wanted to say um, Medusa, Alundra Blaze. Mm. And I didn't say it for some reason, but I just want to point that out that that's where my mind was going. Like just people who've kind of like traveled and know the rest of the business. But what I was going to ask you is, uh, you know, if you had to take one to dinner and just have like a very intimate conversation and get to know them, um, and like this person was going to be like, hey, this is the person you're just going to train you to be a wrestler or something. So this is going to be like your, your confidant. This is going to be your mentor. Oh, like who shit. would you, yeah, who would you choose and why? Oh. Living or dead? Hmm. That is actually a really good question. I was not expecting you to flip it like that. Yeah, so it's a little bit more detailed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. I I think I'm gonna go with Rihanna. I'm gonna go with Lita. Yeah. She was one of like I was more Team Lita over Team Trish going out. Like. Yeah. The way she dressed, her attitude, the whole like extreme thing. I was like, I'm about this because I grew up with an older brother, so like, he who's who I would watch wrestling with all the time. So it was like. I was more into, like, the, I, I'm a tomboy, like, through and yeah. through. Uh, but, like, growing up in, like, Team Extreme was, like, my shit. And I loved the Hardy Boys and everything. Yeah. And Lita was so cool. And, like, all like learning about all the shit she had to deal with, especially with, like, the Matt Edge the, the, thing. Uh, yeah. But even before, even before all that, like, all that stuff, like, the tours in Mexico and, like, what she had to do to even get yeah. trained. like... Yeah. her story and like that's why i'm so happy like she's back right now and like isn't that crazy 
but she's back for a run. Like, it's not like a, like, it, it, it actually clicked with me the other day where I was like, wait, wait, hold on. This is kind of like getting like Austin or The Rock back in the women's division because it's yeah. like, like Lita's back. This is Lita. It like clicked for some reason. I feel like they didn't do it enough justice building up that Lita was coming to SmackDown. And then I was like, freaking Lita. Like, this is, like you said, I think I know more people, like uh, more females especially, who like liked Lita more than they liked Trish. Yeah. I feel like guys, I guys like Trish, but like in terms weird. of female influence, like Lita was like the quintessential, like I could be her. Yeah. You like know. I aspired yeah. to be Lita. Yeah. I think I said it in my episode. I was like, I, I did like the, I wish I could have dressed like that. I was too young to be dressed. If I was, like, this right. age, like, growing up, like, I would have dressed like that 100%. But just everything she has done for the business and everything she had to go through in this business yeah. and the fact that she's back for a run warms my heart so fucking much. I want her final four in the Rumble. I don't care what anybody fucking says. This comes out after the Rumble, so we'll see if I'm right. Yeah. But I want her, and if anything, I just want her to have one more WrestleMania match. Because she's only had one. You know, I, I kind of want to see her against, like, Bailey. Yes. I kind of want to see, like, because I feel like Bailey would be that person who could bring out, like, because Lita's such a good baby face. Yeah. And Bailey's such a good heel that it's like, you can, she can be like, I wanted to be like you growing up. You were my role model. But guess what? I became a role model. Now you oh. want to be like me. So you came back. You know, it's like, and I, I could just hear the promos. That's what um, a lot of people are saying is like, yeah. as much as shit I talk about on the IWC, but like a lot of people are like, this is the mania match we want is Bailey versus Lita. Because we got Charlotte and Trish. Yeah, whatever. Like, that's a thing that happened. I'm not happy yeah. with all of that, but neither here nor there. Bailey and Lita is something I never knew I wanted, but now I want it so bad. And if I don't get it, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> Who knew that Lita was coming back, though? You know what I mean? Like, there were no, no like, signs. inklings of, like, that. But, like, you know, in a way, and, and I promise you guys, when you hear this, I would probably consider myself a WWE mark more than an AEW mark if I had to choose, okay? That's to tell you I'm fair with what I'm about to say. I really wish Lita had gone to AEW. That's, because in, yeah. in my opinion, I've said that, you know, the women's division in AEW is missing that, like, pillar, that, like, legend, that, mm -hmm. like, you know, like, obviously you got your Brian Danielsons, your CM Punks, all these guys who came to AEW, but no no one in the women's division has, has come to AEW. Yeah. Even, like, a Mickey, Mickey James could have filled that role, and she's an impact, you know? Yeah. So I feel like if Alita had come in, and you got, like, Alita versus Britt Baker, it takes Britt Baker to a whole new level because it's, like, you're there with, like, like we said, you know, the Rocker and Austin of the women's division. Like, that is, you know, mm -hmm. you got Lita or Trish in, in AEW. Like, how amazing would that be? So, I've seen pictures of Trish Stratus. She's looking, like, like just as jacked as she did back in the day. Yeah. So, I'm wondering what she's doing. And I, I would probably think, like, in WWE run, possibly, like, you know, uh, with Lita coming back. But, like, my my heart goes, like, hey, what if she ended up in AEW? There, Then you got, like, a Britt Baker versus your quintessential, like, top yeah. blonde bombshell, like, legend. That... And, again, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, so in terms of, like, women's wrestling, I'm just, like, I'm needing somebody like that to go to AEW. I agree 100%. As someone yeah. who 
Choctaw Women's Wrestling every fucking week as much as I humanly possibly can. Yeah. Uh, they need that. And it's weird that, like, this <laughs> this interview has turned to that. But, um, yeah. no, I think that's something they definitely need. And as I, I'd be happy wherever Lita went. I'm just happy she's back in general. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if if she was the one who trained me, if I became a wrestler, shit, I'm unstoppable. Ain't nobody touching me. I'm holding the title for three yeah. years straight. No, I think I think so. Like uh, <laughs> Lee has got so many stories, and you know, training training with the boys, train training with everybody. It's like she's she's a tough individual. 100%. You listen to them stories. She's a tough individual, and she has a, the autobiography, right? Like um, I I'll, think so. So if like if anybody needs to go read that just and to hear her story she's been through some shit let's just say it like that and that's putting it lightly yeah yeah god i love lita and she looks so good too like i can't that's right fair she looks she looks better than she did when she came out in the 2018 royal rumble Mm -hmm. like better 100 100 hands down but so so does trish and that's what i'm saying like trish is like jack now remember she was like she had like the 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 yo I don't know if she's still doing it but she was doing like the yoga stuff she was she was a little thinner yeah. like now she's like Jack like when she was wrestling again and I'm just like holy shit like the prospect of like Alita and Trish both looking like they're in their primes like wrestling again like it just blows my brain my heart <laughs> could not stand it I I my heart would explode I would die right God, God rest your soul, soul. <laughs> yeah. there we go <laughs> perfect and the and on that note <laughs> <laughs> all right kenny this has been fucking incredible to say the least this has been thank well, you this has been so much fun uh tell the people where they can find you and what you kind of did on your podcast if they want to <laughs> watch those um i mean we might might be starting that back pretty soon but you know it's youtube.com slash kenny for your thoughts you can search a kenny for your thoughts on spotify uh i i did already say youtube uh apple uh podcasts you see i'm rusty guys i'm rusty uh wherever you can find your podcast for free um what what i would always do is kind of like um kind of look at wrestling in a different perspective i know a lot of people would always look and, and be disgruntled at things i always try to come from approach that remember at the end of the day it's not about criticizing professional wrestling it's about finding a way to have fun with professional wrestling and so yeah i would take the controversial takes because what I want to do is kind of like make sense of what WWE or AEW is trying to do so that ultimately I leave that program or that storyline with a smile on my face. Yeah. And I feel like if it's a good approach in life, if, if you're, if your end goal is happiness, if your end goal is to be satisfied, um, everything else will fall in place. And that's what I always gently remind people is like, come on guys, this is what they were trying to do. This is where it is. This is where it fell flat but this is what we they can do to make it better. So I always try to come with that approach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <job>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, obviously, uh, Kenny's at on Twitter at a K F Y T wrestling. It's been on screen the entire time as it has your logo. Um, and Thank obviously you. you'll be added in all of that jazz. Once I upload this, uh, Kenny's good Twitter follow him on twitter he's you can watch the interactions that we keep bringing up with him right and i I am a troll i am a troll on twitter and i like to have fun and make jokes so don't take reason uh, walter's name changed right so yeah fun story (laughs) uh fightful reported that um the the name gunter stark was uh trademarked and so i retweeted it 
nonchalantly and jokingly and said, plot twist, this is Wal uh, Walter's new name. That very night is when he said, the winner is Gunter. And he threw the mic down. And so when I retweeted that 4,000 likes later, I tweeted a tongue in cheek apology about how uh, <laughs> I apologize that, that Walter uh... changed his name because of what I said. Um, that happened actually on my birthday. And so everybody was like throwing me under the bus jokingly. And I truthfully had so much fun on my birthday <laughs> just because everybody was just like, you're a jackass. Why would you do that? You know that, you know, and, and of course everybody was having fun with it too. Yeah. And, and I think that's that right there is like, if you can get away from the toxicity of the IWC, that's when it's fun. Like when you can just have fun with things and like everybody was saying I was the reason that, you know, and, and I'm for you in audio land, I'm putting up quotation marks there. Um, <laughs> You know, I was the reason why the name changed, and it's all my fault. Yep, all Kenny's <laughs> fault. All Kenny's fault. Sorry, uh, Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. We forgive you, I guess. Thank you. For now. Uh, until something else happens, <laughs> and then we'll blame you again. Right. Until Brock Lesnar changes the name to Samson, and then uh, it's my fault. <laughs> I want, that's, if that happens, somebody's going to come back to this and clip it and be like, this bitch. This, this bastard, look what he did. Look what he done then. God damn it, Kenny. <clears throat> Obviously, you can follow me on Twitter at KatieRasslin13. <laughs> I have the link during my bio to take you to all things Sheely Showcase. Twitch.tv slash Sheely Showcase every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, typically, unless something comes up. YouTube, again, go watch the videos. They're way more entertaining. You can see all of the shenanigans that happen. You could look at Kenny's pretty face. You can look at all of this stuff. Uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, obviously for the people who like to listen, you know, when you're driving, working out, doing whatever. Um, she Sheet, I do every week. Inside the Mind Of is uh, every few weeks I have the show in the crowd. Supposed to be once a month. I didn't do one for January because I kind of forgot and I'm revamping it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. It's my show. No, I can do what I want. No, nothing important happens in January anyway. Your birthday. I, the Royal I, Rumble. Was my two favorite things in the world, too. It's the worst part about it. <laughs> exactly. So shut up, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, Kenny, seriously, thank you for coming on and doing this. Uh, I have not laughed this much in a long time. <laughs> so thank you. The honor is all mine. Thank you so much for having me because, like, like you said, um. I haven't podcasted in about three, four months. And as soon as you asked me, I jumped at the chance because, you know, I knew it was going to be a fun time and I was right. So spoiler alert, it was definitely a fun time. And I just love the, the concept of the show. And um, yeah, thanks for having me. Like, this has been of fun. Course. This has been fun. Uh, we, so. I mean, we're once you get your show up and running again, I'm down to be on. Who's going to who's going to listen to me talk, though? They literally just did this entire episode for about. An That's hour because and a half. you you were here to filter my raw organic thoughts about Matt Ritter, <laughs> Cal Berg, and uh, you know. yeah. yeah. I think that's a perfect way to leave it. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. Um, yeah, this this has been this. I don't even know how to end this because this has just been fantastic. Call me, guys. Just call me. <laughs> <laughs>